Welcome to Wanderlust Wednesdays. This series is brought to you by study abroad students and staff at the University of Minnesota Duluth. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, we are meeting with Stephen Zhang today, who is a study abroad student um, in, in Seoul, South Korea. He's been there for the entire semester, and we're going to get to know um, him and a little bit about, about his experience. Um, Steve, do you want to introduce yourself or who you are, your major, and, and, and uh, you know, your program? Yeah, so my name is Steven. I go to UMD. My major is psychology, and I'm studying in Seoul, South Korea at Korea University. Um, the program is through TEEN, the, ed the Educational Broad Network. So let's, we'll go ahead and dive into some questions. Um, yeah. Do you, did you always know that you wanted to study abroad? And like, how did you choose South Korea? Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to study in a different country um, or study abroad. I've even coming into college as, as a freshman, my first year, you know, I've, I've heard so many stories about people's experiences studying abroad. And I knew for sure that I wanted, that was something that I wanted to do. Um, how did I choose Korea? I, I wanted to come to an Asian country because, um, you know, as Asians are minorities in the US, I wanted to just feel like what it would be like to be in, in a country where everyone else is Asian, you know? So um, yeah. I thought about where I should go. And then I think Korea, just the culture, just, just how big it is in the media right now. Um, that's what really drew me in to go to South Korea. Yeah. I'm going to, can I ask you, so like, how did it feel for you to be over there? Like even just maybe at the very beginning or as you've, as time has progressed, but um, you know, saying you like being an Asian minority here in the United States and in Minnesota, probably in particular, what's it feel like to be over there surrounded by, by other Asians? Um, it's, well, like, I still feel out of place a little bit because, you know, I don't speak the language. And for, when I first got here, it, it was a whole different world, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I still felt a lot of, like, a little bit out of place because I, like I said, the, the language barrier was there. And then, um, well, obviously, like, everyone looked like me or, like, I looked like everyone else. But mm -hmm. um, just not being able to... Um, properly like totally fit in you know yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm sure that was kind of interesting to navigate I suppose mm -hmm. yeah, yeah but it was it was it was cool um a lot of people would come up to me asking for directions or I would just go into a restaurant and automatically everyone just assumes hey you know this Korean guy walking in you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um Okay, yeah, I was just curious about that. So um, let's just think about, let's go back to when you were first getting ready to go. Um, if you can talk a little bit about like, what were you excited about or nervous about before you left? And how did you handle packing and, and getting ready and all of that? Yeah, I think for me, what I was the most nervous about or worried about before I came was navigating. Because um, I I don't know the language. I I've never used public transportation that much before because we drive everywhere in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And so like learning the the subway system, um, just navigating my way around. I, I wasn't too nervous about trying new things or like I wasn't too nervous about like if I were like, how would I get around or like, or I mean, like, how would I order food or how would I talk to people? Because like I'm a people person. So like I that's just easy for me to get to know people, but mm -hmm. um, 
what I what was hard for me was just like how to register for classes, how to um navigate my way around. Like if I needed something done, like how would I be able to go to go get that task done? <clears throat> sure. Did you feel like now that I mean, I think for many students, when they go on an experience like this, I think many feel the same way that you um, did. Do you feel like now having been through an entire semester um, that you've grown a lot or like, you know, figured out how to do some of this stuff on your own? Do you like do you do you feel more confident in kind of doing that and navigating? And yeah, yeah, of course. Like I I feel like I've grown a lot just by just by like every day is a is a new is a new challenge. Um, yeah. It, it's really helped me grow because um, like I, <clears throat> let's see, how do I say this? So I, just facing a, a new challenge every day really, really makes you grow. Yeah. Um, whether if it's ordering something or, you know, like you're not used to, like we're not used to um, the, the different culture. So mm -hmm. I think... What, what has made me grow the most is just um, being more open-minded and just letting just letting things go with the flow, I guess. Like yeah. I used to <clears throat> not really go with the flow. Like I need a structured plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get mm -hmm. that done. But but now it's like, hey, you know, be optimistic. Every Anything can happen. Yeah. You know, like you plan on going, you plan on walking down the block to get medicine, but it's not just walking down the block to get medicine, something something weird is going to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Something's yeah. going to come up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would say being much more flexible and adaptable and, and going with the flow is something everyone learns once they've yeah, yeah. Just be done able to some travel. To, yeah. Yeah. Adapt to any situation and just be like, be prepared or like be prepared for anything to happen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For things to not go the way you plan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the, almost the easiest way. <laughs> yeah. Um, once you learn to do that, <laughs> accept that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's talk a little bit about, um, move forward here, talk a little about um, academics and what classes were like. How were they um, different from classes here? Um, and what advice do you have now looking back on your semester in terms of um, immersing yourself in this new academic setting? Like, what are the similarities and differences? And yeah, how, what do you- Yeah, I would say that, I would say that the- the school system here is way different from what what it is back home. Um, it's like I wasn't really prepared for the structure that they had here. Um, I feel like it's a little less organized than it is in in America. Um, let's see the academics. When I was registering, like, like I can start with registering for courses. Sure. Um, registering for courses is totally different from like back home and I barely got into any of the courses that I wanted or that I needed um mm. so it was a struggle to you know um it was a struggle because like I was already here and I like <clears throat> already planned to be studying abroad but then like you don't even get um a for sure that you're gonna like it's not even a for sure that you're gonna get into the classes that you need so that was kind of scary for me and, and like I I got really nervous about that because yeah you know I had planned my whole study abroad I had came I had arrived I like I I had arrived here um and like I started my program and then not getting into any of the classes that you needed or that you wanted just was kind of like scary but 
fortunately, I, I kept trying and I kept trying and um, the, the, was finally able to register for most of the classes that I needed. Um, they have this time zone registration. So mm -hmm. you can only register during that specific time frame and classes will get filled up within one second. Wow. So okay. It, it it all depends on who clicks the fastest, I guess, or like <laughs> who's got the fastest internet. Like you don't you don't really get priority. Well, you do get priority by your your year. Sure. But there's this time frame that it opens up from like 8 a.m. to noon. And then whoever clicks the fastest just gets those classes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta be pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> other than that. Uh, like I said, the academics of Korea University, it was less structured, um, not as many assignments. Like we don't really have weekly assignments. It's more just a big chunk of like a big exam that is worth maybe half your grade. And then uh, that's your midterm exam. Mm -hmm. And then your final exam. Most That's how most of it is. Or like you'll have this big project that you're working on throughout the whole entire semester. Okay. And that's that accounts for like maybe 40 or 30% of your grade. Okay. So, so a lot bigger projects, like less weekly assignments, I guess. Um, yeah. And the structure, it's, it's just so like, the structure is really different. Some days, like you're going to class and the professor doesn't show up and then he comes 15 minutes late and he's like, Hey, you know, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> or like, um, there's an assignment that he had a professor that had assigned and then he totally just forgets about the due date and everyone's the whole entire class is confused you know like not just myself but even the Korean yeah. students yeah <laughs> even okay. the Korean students are confused like hey what's going on like <laughs> professor like aren't we supposed to have an exam this day and I was like oh it's pushed to next week or yeah it's they just kind of like go with the flow and ride the boat I guess uh -huh. okay no. um <clears throat> yeah I and I think that's common in a lot of I mean it, it varies from location to location but we, I, I hear a handful of other study abroad students talking about well yeah this of course the academic structure is going to be a bit different but where it's really right, yeah. where you rely a bit more on like one big final project or one big exam and here in the U.S. it's very much you get a lot of assignments that counts towards your grade and and so on and so forth but yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What advice do you have for students, you know, getting immersed into a completely different academic setting? Um, I would say stay positive because there's going to be a lot of obstacles and challenges that that will test your patience. Um, be patient. Stay positive, and everything is gonna like work out. Everything will like just fall into place yeah you know if you if you're going to like stress over everything that doesn't go the right way it's you're going to be a very very stressed out person here. <laughs> yeah. or um stay positive be optimistic yeah. um uh make some friends i would say get your get yourself out there and make as many friends as you can be positive and just try to enjoy, just try to enjoy it, you know. Um, I've never, like, I never like complaining too much because I'm just not, like, the person to be complaining over everything. But I do see a lot of students who have a bad experience because 
um, maybe the food's not good or maybe the water didn't taste clean or they complained a lot about other things and I just kind of like kept the negativity out of out of my mind and just try to like be, be as positive as I can yeah. or as patient as I can yeah yeah I think that's a great because yeah, that way like you would enjoy your experience a lot more yeah I think that's a really great mindset and attitude to right right approach an experience like this you talked a little bit about making friends and like did were you able to get involved in the community or or even just like within yeah, yeah. the university and I mean because Korea University is a large school mm -hmm. let's see what's the enrollment I was just going to pull that up here oh yeah it looks like 30 37,000 so it's a large university yeah, it's a big school to, um, Korea University is actually one of the top three schools in the in Korea wow okay yeah so did you feel like what was that like adjusting to such a larger um you know uh university um, environment it was it was okay I I didn't really feel like like I knew the school was really big, but I didn't really feel like my class sizes were huge or I okay. I, I did love the experience. Um yeah. the pride here at Korea University is phenomenal. Um every student has so much spirit and so much pride in going to Korea University. Yeah. Um they all rep their gear and we have this, we have this like week-long um sports games against our rival school um Yonsei University uh-huh and like during that week um everyone shows their pride and they all they're very like proud to be at KU because KU is one of the it is like I said the top three one of the top three schools in Korea um but making friends and getting involved with the program uh it was really it was really easy because they had set us up in like when i when when you came to, when i came to korea they had set you up in a what they call a korean buddy um assistant group uh -huh. so um it's just a large group of all exchange students and i guess they they do that in a way to get their exchange students to be more involved in the community and yeah. with the school so that was really great um it was really great that career university has that organization for exchange students so they can connect us together and bring us together some of the best friends i've made were from were other exchange students studying here as well and yeah. so i loved that they were able to do that for us um i would say especially with team the team program that i came here with um i was able to meet a lot of other students studying from america or mm -hmm. from the team program mm -hmm. and like i said i've also made some of the best friends i've had through the team program and we we were able to just connect because like um we had a palace we have we had a trip to the palace and this was organized by team and I hung out with my friends. We all wore humbooks in like in the culture clothing mm, cool. and walked around the palace. And, you know, when you're sharing an experience with other students, it just brings you together. And it's really easy to make friends, um, making friends and meeting others because, you know, there's you guys are all sharing that experience together as a group. So, yeah. Well said. Well put.
Yeah. Did you, were you able to get involved in the community much or just like, you know, even just, yeah, were you able to get involved in the community or what was it like kind of exploring, um, you know, the university and so, I mean, it's such a huge city, but yeah, do you want to talk a little about that? Um, I kind of, I kind of was just involved in more of the university and my friends. I didn't really get involved in any of the, like the, the bigger communities in, sure. in Seoul. I kind of stuck around the university life and yeah. the student life and um yeah that was that was it okay but yeah it sounds like there were lots of different activities either through that buddy program and mm -hmm. or teen and yeah so yeah. so you have friends from like do you have friends from all over then now the people you've connected yeah with? from the netherlands Sp spain australia everywhere i guess yeah. like, all over the world <laughs> awesome yeah. were you able to kind of and have you also made korean friends as well yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah. i've um classmates you know like you sometimes you're working on a group project with your classmates and you guys just connect and become great friends i've made a lot of my great korean friends from there um sometimes just going out you know just going out yeah. and enjoying like maybe a drink and then you're meeting um other korean other koreans native koreans yeah um but most of my most of my korean friends were made from from the university Your classes yeah okay yeah oh, from great. classes okay let's switch gears a little bit i want to talk a little bit more about like the experience and everything you know that was kind of new and i think one of the biggest things for people depending on where you go is is food mm -hmm. and in the slideshow that i'm seeing that we'll share uh all kinds of food is actually making me very hungry right now <laughs> Yeah. um this is great do you want to talk about Korean food and what was it like what was like your favorite thing um what was mm. the most unusual thing or maybe the thing that you liked the least um what did you miss from the states yeah let's talk about food uh okay food let's see I I I eat anything like I will try anything once so <laughs> for me um the food that I miss the most would probably be like a seafood boil, um, like snow crabs and crawfish, you know, just a good seafood boil. Because uh -huh. I don't, I don't, they might have it here, but I, I haven't seen it here. So um, the Korean food is really different from, I guess it, you, you can get a lot of like American foods here mm -hmm. in korea mm -hmm. but it's very it's always it's a little different it'll it'll taste different yeah um i would say korean food is a little sweet it's a little on the sweeter side compared to like my my southeast asian food uh -huh. um it's a little sweeter uh it's not as salty and um they don't like uh their dishes are always very diverse so when you have a when you order something it's it's not just that dish that you that you get mm -hmm. you're gonna get a side of maybe kimchi or you're gonna get a side of pickled radish or a side of fried dried fish or mm -hmm. it's it's very the food is very diverse like like here it's not just a bowl of soup or it's uh -huh. not just soup it's a bowl of rice with some kimchi and some um 
some lettuce. <clears throat> sure. So it's it's very, very diverse. Um, a food that I, let's see, that I love the most. I, I don't know. I, I can't pick a food that I like the most because everything was so good and everything mm -hmm. was new to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot, everything was kind of new to me and everything was really good. So I have like so many favorites in different ways, but this thing would be the weirdest thing I've ate. You talk it's about it a raw. little bit. Yeah. 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 It's raw um, squid or it's live <laughs> squid. So they, he literally pulls the squid out, out of the tank and cuts it up. And then like, um, it doesn't taste like much. I know it looks like it tastes weird, but it actually doesn't really taste like uh, anything, in my it, opinion. Was it like in, so it looked like it was in a little, in a little bowl. Did they have it in any sort of like broth or sauce or flavoring, or was it just straight? Yeah, they have, this, they have this little, like, um, it's kind of like fish sauce or like soy sauce almost. Yeah. yeah. They have this little sauce on the side where you can dip it in with like sesame seeds and salt. So, um, yeah, it doesn't really taste taste like anything, but it's super weird. The texture is very weird. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm, it's very <laughs> chewy and gooey, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Like, wow. I, like I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I had a food that I didn't like here, because like I said, I, I eat anything, and I'll try everything once. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that meat can be a little expensive uh -huh. um, because I think they have to import a lot of their meat from sure. like maybe other countries. Mm -hmm. So um, like if you want a really nice steak or like a really good steak, it, it can be expensive. Yeah. Um, but just meat in general is more, it's more pricey than other meals that you might have. Okay. But the food is not that, the food is not expensive. Yeah, because okay. I think in Korea, um, they had a whole history of, you know, starvation being a thing. So yeah. um, they, they really made food a, a special thing here. Like food is special for them and they, it's not that expensive and everyone has to eat. So they, they always feed you well here in Korea. And just looking at some of these pictures, I, I can see that and just the presentation of the food and how it looks right, on the right. platters, even like you were saying, just having one, it's not just a bowl of soup or pasta or something. No, there no. are several, there are multiple <laughs> dishes diverse, yeah. that you have. Yeah. The presentation is just, is very, you know, that adds another layer, I think, to mm. how it says what, you know, how they enjoy their meals, perhaps. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about like daily life and what advice um what advice would you give to other students um just like within your experience I think with maybe specifically South Korea but then I think maybe well as you say keeping an open mind no matter where you go um right. and going to uh like what was the language barrier like I, I know a lot of times students and this is going to vary by location but a lot of times students are maybe hesitant to go to another um, to a country mm. where English isn't the first language, especially if they don't speak that language. Um, what was that like for you um, while you were there? We can just start one of those with those two questions. Yeah, so everyday life, right? Um, it's, I would say, expected to be very different from from home because even because if you're start if you're studying abroad, your your abroad experience is going to be different from your your own home, from what what you're all used to. So um, 
finding your way around, like not being able to drive every day if you drive or getting on public transportation. I would say expect to be a little later than your anticipated arrival time. So be prepared to um, like be prepared that you're always going to be running a little late, maybe if you're an organized, unorganized person like I am. <laughs> but um, let's see, everyday life, it's I think it really depends on how how different your 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 home is to the to the area you're studying abroad to sure. yeah um I mean you're going from Minnesota to to, right, to right. South Korea that's a bit different it's I mean a, it's gonna it's be different no matter where you change. go but yeah, like yeah. going to Europe for example would be different so yeah I'd love to hear you talk about kind of your pers your perspective and what it's like um it's it's my everyday life here was like I had to um kind of kind of um plan out my day because I had we we literally walk everywhere here like I you do so much walking here and that that's that's the only way you really get around walking and public transportation so um just being prepared also like keeping an eye on the weather all the time because if it rains and you're walking half a mile then <laughs> you know it's it's gonna suck without an umbrella you yeah pretty so, umbrella <laughs> yeah yeah and um just being aware of like how the weather is every day, how how cold it is outside because you because you're walking mostly to class and to everywhere. So um. So can I ask? Did you live? You lived on campus, right? Yes. You, yes and, and then so like, how is what's the campus? Is it spread out through all over the city, or like what's your average walk to class in the like? Did you have to, were you able to walk, or did you have to take public transportation to get to certain? No, no, the, the campus is usually typically 10 10 to 15 minutes away from I mean the the dormitory is typically 10 or 15 minutes away from the campus. Okay. So um it's it's maybe like a 10 10 or 15 minute walk, but you you do still have to get up early, earlier than you normally would. Um let's see, there's a lot of shops on the way. So you know you obviously could stop run into the convenience store real quick, grab a quick snack and go go to class or coffee. Um let's see. The the dormitory is spread out. Um, or like the campus is spread out. Especially KU. Um Korea University has like three main campuses. Um there's like the science side and there's the normal main campus side. So um getting from one like if you had a class in the campus side and you had another class in the main campus right after you would you would literally have to run because the you only get 15 minutes in between and it takes it's a 15 minute walk mm -hmm. so if if you don't run then you're you're going to be late especially having to cross the street and red lights and and crosswalks and all that so um the campus is not too it's it was big. It is a big campus, but I would compare it to, let's see, like I don't think it's as big as UMD's campus. And like okay, you mean like yeah, like um. Well, it's it's bigger than UMD's campus, but imagine UMD times two, but like not as big as maybe the Twin Cities. Sure. Or okay. Or um, because the Twin Cities is a fairly big campus. Right. Um, okay. But the campus is big. The campus is really big. It's just um, 
far it's far far apart i i guess that's what i'm saying okay <laughs> that the distance is a little far, further apart um let's see we talk a little bit about the language barrier and how that was oh yeah 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 um so the the language is you can get by knowing just a little bit of korean because a lot of the younger generation here sp speak english as like because they learn they learn english in school mm -hmm. so a lot of the younger generation speak english so you don't really it, it it's not that hard getting around sometimes yeah. okay but if you're in an area where there's a, a lot of like native koreans like older older native koreans like yeah. in a town where in a town where maybe just maybe not a lot of students live in or not a, not like a lot of the older aunties and uncles live in then yeah. um it'll be really really hard to to get around okay um i use a translator app called papago that they have here okay. i would say that's that that has saved my life a couple times <laughs> so use translator apps if they have translator apps um let's see yeah but, i mean for, it's go ahead the, the language is it's it's going to be hard anywhere anywhere you go where, where you don't where they don't speak the first uh, uh english as the first language right. but um it, it's really taught me how to like understand hand gestures and just body language <laughs> like i'm an expert on just pointing at things and <laughs> just watching just watching someone explain something with their hands and me understanding exactly what they're saying because you really have to pay attention to hand it's universal you know like body language is almost universal yeah, so yeah you know just pay attention to what their body and their hands are saying and you might be you might be okay yeah but you felt for the most part within Seoul you were able it sounds like a bunch of the younger population was able to speak English and you got along fine overall yeah, yeah. in everyday life yeah. yeah okay well that's good um and like it's I, I use I use a translator app so it's like you know you really can't get super lost or if you know how to maybe catch a cab then you can you can always find your way home you know yeah <laughs> okay. um what was let's see what was the most well let me see looking looking at my questions Seoul is a large um city did you feel safe there and yeah yeah definitely yeah. was it overwhelming or yeah I, you can maybe talk um, about that no like i i actually never worried about my safety here um everyone just kind of minds their own business and they they kind of keep to themselves um and like the crime rate here is very low so um i've never like even walking out in the middle of the night going for a walk or walking down the street like um i i still feel really safe here in seoul um okay. Let's see. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's switch here a little bit. I feel like South Korea has been a bit more in the limelight in terms of like K-pop. And there's been a lot mm -hmm. of um movies that have come around, come come out that yeah, have yeah. been, you know, famous globally. Um, and like it's such a unique, I don't know. Can you talk about like what 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 is the style like there? What is uh, you know, the the popular culture? Oh, yeah. What, yeah. Um the style is really really unique here i feel like everyone here dresses really really well um and like they let's see they all dress really well and they're always really um 
presenting their their best self or mm -hmm. not not every single day but most of the time they're presenting their the, the best versions of themselves yeah and you know like <clears throat> everyone here just looks good um <laughs> they, they dress well and they you know their hair is not messy they're not in scrubby clothes and stuff like that you know sure. um, yeah people go things that like i would run out to the store with my sweatpants on and a hoodie over my head uh -huh. um back home back home i would do that but yeah here's oh you know do i have to put on a nice jacket and, <laughs> you know like stuff like that so. that's not as yeah <laughs> yeah i can you know you just think of yeah yeah but walking like the down the halls here. at umd and yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. just interesting to see yeah yeah the style here is really really cool um everyone yeah. everyone has a unique style and just the way people dress is very very different they're really in they're really into baggy or like not baggy but like loose looser clothing so um their their pants can be really loose sometimes and they'll rock it you know like it <laughs> they'll make anything look good here i guess uh, it's, it's weird yeah um and what about like the music scene or movies or anything like that um i i don't listen to korean music too much okay <laughs> but um let's see i guess the music is really they they, they listen to a lot of tiktok um popular music uh -huh. so um whatever that's like trending on tiktok if if it's if there's a song in there then like that that song is it, it'll get played a lot hmm. um let's see yeah like i they actually do play them they play music in throughout the campus so if you if you're walking throughout the campus there's speakers outside oh really and yeah yeah and they're playing k-pop music while you're walking to class oh, funny. um so that was really that was very unique. Yeah. I thought that was really really cool and something that like I wish we had back home. Like <laughs> oh, we can start it. Like, let's let's write to right, right. <laughs> write to somebody. Yeah, because it just really lifts your mood. Yeah, you know? no, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, let's see. Yeah, I I don't listen to K-pop or Korean music that much, but um, the style, the taste is it is a little different than it is very different than it is in back home yeah yeah overall over your time what has been the most surprising thing um that you either saw or like interesting and surprising thing that you that you've done and experienced um let's see I I think for me like what was like something that really surprised me was um when like the number it, like the crowdedness after like uh the firework festival that I went to um that was really surprising because right after the firework festival it was so crowded and everyone was trying to like go home and there were so many people like I've never been around so many people before in my life um just like shoulder standing shoulder to shoulder just yeah. walking your way through trying to get home I guess um that was really surprising um because yeah. Seoul is Seoul is a really really um populated um city. It's very very populated. So when there's an event going on, like the fireworks show, it gets really 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 packed. Um, even some nights you're going out um with some friends, it gets really really packed as well. Yeah, I was just um, looking. It's nine point seven million people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's very very populated. Um, when you're when you're taking the subways during rush hour. 
everyone's literally standing shoulder to shoulder squeezing inside the the train yeah so that's a bit yeah. different having not having I mean it's like that personal space or personal bubble I think maybe in some of those yeah, yeah, yeah. situations where it's like <laughs> oh you're right next to somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah so I tr- I avoid trying to travel during rush hours because it just gets so packed um let's see what okay so you talked a little bit about public transportation mostly like subways and or yeah what was your main form of transportation throughout the city just subway yeah subway trains um I take the cab sometimes but that's only if I'm going somewhere like maybe that's really far out yeah then I'll take the the cab or if um walking is too much then I'll just decide to go go with the cab sure yeah, yeah. but overall but the, the infrastructure yeah yeah but the infrastructure with the subway system was you got you were able to get wherever you needed to go within the yeah city. yeah definitely yeah you can literally combined with walking yeah combined with walking you can literally get anywhere with with the subways yeah um let's see what was your were you able to do um any traveling outside of Seoul if so like what was your favorite place or yeah um, yeah um the only traveling I got to do was go to Busan and Busan is about two hour train ride from Seoul okay so this is Busan right here actually oh okay this is a temple in Busan it's and it's right by the ocean it's it's really it's really famous this is Hongdae Beach um it was it's one of my favorite um experiences because I got to you know just see the temple which is which is really nice um just step in the sand and the whole busan trip was really fun because we spent a night in like a really fancy hotel and team like i I went with my team group Mm -hmm. and so being there with all my friends that i made was was really fun Um, what that was the only traveling i really i really did though okay okay or um, in here. Oh, okay. Um, what was one touristy thing that was completely worth it in your mind that you've done within mm, the city within your time, or that you would recommend see. others to check out? I would say Namsan Tower, um, Namsan Seoul Tower. It's it's just like a tower you can get a ticket to and take an elevator all the way up and get get to view um Seoul, like the the, the entire Seoul. Yeah. Um, that was really cool touristy experiences experience that I did. Um, let's see. Also, Nami Island was really fun. Um, so Nami Island is this little island in in like this in the middle of a river. It's like a river, and then you have to take the ferry to get to the island, and then explore, just explore. And it was it was nice. Um, though those two things were were really fun that I did. Um, yeah. Let me think. So this video right here is Koyongjong, and this is when we play young, our rival school, Yongsei. Okay. Look at how many baseball. students okay. there are. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like we are, our color is red, and Yongsei is blue. So we have a whole red side, and they have a whole blue side, and okay. everyone's just going crazy watching the games. You know, like I said, the students here have so much pride in in the the, the university. Yeah. This is Namsan Tower that I'm okay. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, yeah, the the students they have so much pride, and then everyone just goes crazy, and yeah. Very cool. Okay, let's kind of 
let me see. I'm looking at my list of questions. We've kind of touched on um, a handful of things already. Um, I might talk a little bit more about just some of the logistical stuff and things to think about yeah. when students are preparing mm -hmm. to study abroad. Um, what, how, okay, just something as simple as like, how did it work for you to have a cell phone abroad? Did you have to get a new one oh, over yeah, there? Yeah. Or did Yeah. So I, I actually needed to keep my number on my on my phone because I I have like business to take care of back home. Mm -hmm. So I, I couldn't remove my SIM card. And so I, what I found helpful for me was to get Wi-Fi. Like all I needed was Wi-Fi. You it would be convenient to have a Korean phone number, but um, you know, everyone uses either Facebook Messenger or Kakao Talk to communicate. Okay. So what I did was I ended up renting a Wi-Fi pocket or like a Wi-Fi egg. And it's maybe like 50 bucks a month. And you just it just gives you Wi-Fi data. Turn it on when you go out and then bring it with you. And then when you come back, just shut it off. Okay. Recharge it. Oh. Yeah. Um COVID, like the whole COVID thing was pretty stressful when I when I came to Korea because Korea is very strict on their COVID guidelines. Mm -hmm. So when you fly in, you know, um, I didn't I didn't know I needed to, to take a test right after I arrived. Okay. And so it was hard. It was it was really really hard walking, like finding a clinic in the in the neighborhood that I stayed in, um, and just getting there, not speaking Korean, because like I was I was outside of kind of the the university area, and so I was around like maybe just a. a a neighborhood that was had more older people sure. <clears throat> and so just getting lost just getting lost and, mm -hmm. and finding my way around and using like the translator app that I had to just um guide me through like guide me through um getting all that COVID regulation stuff done um and and yeah let's see but other than that yeah yeah, my just the Wi-Fi egg was really helpful. That's all I needed to. That's all I needed to get around. Okay. Um. When let's see, what were I feel like you've maybe kind of touched on some of this, but what was it? What was like the most common thing people asked you about when you were once they like knew where you were from? Um. Let's see. I'm not sure. They usually just ask me like, "Hey, um, where are you from? I'm from Minnesota." It's like, yeah. "Oh, shoot." It's really cold there. It snows a lot. Yeah, it snows a lot. What's um, the weather like there in Seoul? It's 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 it does get cold. It gets really cold at night. Um, but we don't get that much snow. Okay. Yeah, we we maybe get like two inches of snow and or two or three inches and that's it. Okay. Okay. Um was it ever very hot that, while you were there? Or is does it get very it, hot it there? Was, it was very, very humid this 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 year for okay. some reason when i when i came here it was very very humid and even the local like even the native koreans here had spoken about how how humid it is this year mm, okay it was really hot it was very humid um let's see but the winters do get really cold as well okay i like i sometimes look at my phone and it's saying it's 20 degrees outside but it it does not feel like 20 degrees it feels like <laughs> negative 10 <laughs> which is weird yeah so i don't know how it feels so cold it, it can get so cold and it can get really hot as well 
Yeah. We don't get that much snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The little snow duckies that they make are, are so cute. And when it does <laughs> snow, everyone gets super, super festive here when it when it snows. Yeah. It's it's a special th- it's a special thing when Korea gets its first snowfall. It's like really it's like a special thing for for Koreans. Yeah. Um, they really appreciate it. So when it was snowing that day, like one day on campus, literally so many students were outside playing in the snow, making snowman, <laughs> making little having snowball fights. And like, that's just not what well, we don't, we don't see that back home because everyone's so tired of snow. You know? Yeah. We're used to it. Yeah. yeah. But here in Korea, when it, when they get their first snowfall, everyone is really happy about it. They, they're building snowman and they're having snowball fights, making snow, snow angels. And it's, it's, it's just really funny to see. It's really yeah. fun to see. It's yeah. really nice to see that. Yeah. <laughs> just to um, see people enjoy like the simplest thing. The simplest is, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, let's see. Maybe a little bit more on the logistics. Like, how did you feel about like how did you budget for your time abroad? Did oh. you spend more or less than you thought? Were there things that came up that you didn't expect? Um, I guess maybe, yeah, if you can like start with a couple of those. Um I I feel like I kind of spent more than more than what I expected because I just went out a lot more. You know, like every time you go out, you're gonna get something to eat and get some something to drink and um do like do other activities that might come up. So um I was so more say, socializing, just going out and right, such. Right. Yeah. Like more okay. more socializing. Um Although like although the currency is not as much as like a lot things are a little cheaper than it is in back home they are a little cheaper than it is but um just going out so often and spending money every time you eat out it's it adds up and so you would spend a little more than like I spent a little more than I plan I anticipated but yeah okay um how yeah. did I budget so. I kind of just I kind of just used my card and try to like not go too crazy with it. I didn't really have like like a set budget where like hey, I'm only going to spend $100 this week or I'm only going to spend this amount of money. I kind of was using my card and just being smart about it and thinking if I really needed like I only really bought ne- things I really needed or necessities. <clears throat> And like sometimes, like I would go crazy and get whatever I wanted, but I I stayed smart about my spending, and just used that one card. Um, were there? Do you like have any t- like t- tips? I mean, are uh, did you? Okay, I guess like just thinking of food. Was there? Did you? Was there like an on-campus dining hall, or did you have a kitchen where you could make your own food within your living quarters? Or you know, I feel like sometimes that's a place where some students will try and save money, and then you know, mm-hmm. then yeah, use it. yeah, definitely. Um, there is a kitchen. There is a kitchen in the dorms that is a shared kitchen. So you can go in there and cook your own meals and like use a refrigerator that's in there. Um, that would be a really good way to save money on food. There are there are, there are also cafeterias that you can eat in. And a lot of these pictures are actually food from the cafeteria. And oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, not a lot of them, but some of them with, with right. the tray. Yeah. The ones with the tray, like it, it's food from the cafeteria. Okay. and um it's so worth it um you're paying me 
you're paying less than five dollars for like all you can eat yeah. oh wow okay so you're paying less than five dollars and it's all you can eat you can you can eat like you can have lunch breakfast and dinner there um that's also an efficient way to save money but like a good way to save money but um you're gonna want it like everyone everyone is gonna want to try something different and get food out so um <clears throat> so yeah um that'll you can save money by eating in the cafeteria but it's a little inconvenient because you have to fit you have to go eat during the their their time frame which is sure. they're not yeah they're not always open 24 7 but convenience store food is also very very cheap um i've had i had a lot of, a lot of ramen and um kimbap here mm-hmm. and kimbap is super super cheap it's like a dollar can fill you up with oh, one kimbap nice. and like nice. one bowl of ramen so and it's open 24 7 so you know even at midnight students are still walking down to the convenience store and getting snacks and food and ramen and stuff like that it's very yeah. very normal yeah Let's see. So can you, let's see, are there scholarships or grants that you would recommend students to apply for? And you were one of our awardees from our diversity scholarship. And if you can talk a little bit about how that impacted your experience um, and, and yeah, any thoughts on that you might want to share with that? Yeah, um, UMD has so many good scholarship scholarships that you can apply for. And this, especially this diversity one that, that I was awarded, um, I was really, really glad that I got it because it helped me a lot in like just budgeting and with the money that I <clears throat> spent. It was a, it was really, really good. Um, this this scholarship has impacted me because I just saved a lot of money on studying my my studying abroad experience. Um, I think everyone should be taking advantage of these scholarships because it's literally free money out there for you to apply for so do take advantage of those scholarships um what was the process like for when applying to this particular the diversity abroad scholarship um if i remember i filled out an application and then i wrote uh an essay yeah um and then so pretty straightforward nothing yeah 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 very very straightforward i i just followed the prompt and wrote wrote my story and um was awarded and then doing this interview as an end as an end result was was all part of the the, the scholarship yeah yeah I want to chime in and say that yes we do have tons of scholarship opportunities both through UMD um and also on our website we have um several other external study abroad scholarships available too so we definitely encourage students to look into that because yeah there is money out there that can help um you know we put towards experiences like these so okay I and and maybe let's see I want to kind of round out this interview um let's talk a little I feel like maybe some of the biggest things that students take away from is from their experience or just like that we witness is is the personal growth that takes place and you know especially if you're doing a semester or year-long program there's a lot that happens within um, that year Um, and I'm wondering if you can talk I guess maybe first there's a couple of different questions here but like um, what was the hardest adjustment that you had to make 
Um, and like, also, what did you learn about your own culture by living in a completely mm. different one? Um, the hardest adjustment for me was just, I think, if, just not being able to get around as easily as I normally would. Um, yeah. That was probably the hardest thing for me. Um, and also just just not knowing the, the language was probably the second hardest thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was really easy for me to meet people and make friends because I, I was just I just put myself out there and try to make as many friends as I could. Um, but what I had learned about my culture or like my myself um, being here is to 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 be proud of where where I came from. Um, I I see that like um like I see that Koreans have like a lot of pride especially when when I was watching um the world cup mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and like have seen all my Korean friends like go crazy just for just for their team um it it it, re it really made me appreciate where I came from as well um just having pride um also yeah, I would say just like me wanting to dig more into my own roots and my own culture after after seeing how rich the Korean culture is. Yeah. Um like when when I got to experience Korea and Korean food and Korean music and um like the palace and the history of Korea, that really made me want to also like um pay more attention to my own culture, my own my own roots and appreciate my own um people as well yeah it's funny how sometimes that doesn't occur to you until you leave and go and experience something else you know something right. completely different yeah. and yeah but yeah no that's a great reflection yeah, how do you I, feel or go ahead yeah oh no no it's like when you're in Korea like I was I was really I really dug into Korea and then was able to experience the rich culture and almost everything about it and like I feel like I don't even really do that back home like I <clears throat> even back home I I don't appreciate like the little things we have as much as I should yeah, yeah. I think you'll come back with a new set of eyes I think right right <laughs> yeah how okay after your experience you've been there several months now um and you'll it sounds like you'll be leaving you're rounding out here pretty soon um how do you feel you are different and how do you feel what what's remained the same for you i feel like i've definitely have grown as a person um and just different as in the way i the way i think um like like i mentioned before earlier just being positive and like seeing seeing the good in in things i guess um <clears throat> that i think that's one way I, I would I feel like I am I am a little different more um being more positive than I am yeah. than I normally am and um seeing like the good things in, in in almost everything or like seeing the bright side yeah um one thing that I feel like has stayed the same with myself would be probably hmm, probably the way I put myself out there to to meet to meet others and make friends yeah um 
I feel like it was a really good thing that I that I was being extroverted and that I was really putting myself out there to um meet meet new people and I think that'll that'll stick with me for the rest of my life because it's it's been one of my strengths to it's been one of my strengths even back home to really be an be an extroverted person and um be willing to just talk to anyone yeah from from any background or from anywhere and make friends with anyone from from anywhere so I think that that is something that'll stick with me yeah I'm sure that that made that that, that, yeah that hasn't changed yeah well no that's great and yeah it certainly made your experience I'm sure the transition quite a bit easier yeah oh that's wonderful do you have I think we'll kind of wrap this up do you have anything or a couple of what you, you do you have anything else you want to share um take as much time as you want is there anything specific that you um, want to share with others um as we as we sum up this this recording I would say I would say like all like my experience in Korea has been really really great but the best thing by far would be just the people that I've met and the friends that I've made I feel like I've built lifelong like relationships and friendships with with some people that will last forever um and I think that's something that's it's priceless you know um the experiences that you gain here or in a different country or the people that you meet it's going to be priceless you know there's no like you you really can't put a price on um the experience the the different challenges that, that you'll face and the the friends and people and relationships that that you will build um being away because when you're when you're put in a place where you really have to it's all on you it's all on yourself you know everything you do is up to you you really have to um thrive and grow from that so um i think yeah just all the all the amazing experiences and friends that i've made was it's just priceless um yeah that's probably the most like the most important thing that affected me was just all the friends that I've made yeah. I I still feel sad that I'm leaving them yeah they're still really sad that I'm I'm going home too so um <clears throat> yeah it's 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 good yep. to um it's good to build these kind of relationships because yeah. I never I never thought like when I before I came here I never I I thought that maybe I would make friends yeah but I never thought that like my I would meet um friends that would be I would be so close to and yeah share so much with you know the depth of your relationships yeah that's wonderful right, right. I, and you and yeah, yeah as you say you will have those connections forever and right, um right. you know and hopefully you've made plans to either go back or meet or have them come visit you and and that's one of the yeah, really yeah. cool things I feel like about <laughs> about study abroad and travel just in in general and making those connections that's a um, you said that yeah. very well. Yeah, you can't put a price on it. And right, yeah. right. Definitely like my highlight was just all the people that I've met. Yeah. Wonderful. And then friends that I've made. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for taking time to talk about your experience. I know it's very hard to sum up in an hour and maybe 15 minutes here <laughs> what your entire That's semester true. is like. But um, but yeah, I want to thank you for sharing this. And this I'm sure will be valuable for other students interested in interested in well, study abroad in general, but also in particular, um, you know, someplace like South Korea. So I, I thank you for that. And um, yeah, we, thanks, we, thanks for having me. We wish you all the best.